Welcome to Amplify, the Revolution Her podcast, dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and amplifying women's voices globally. community is a fierce collective of women who are ready to live the lives they always dreamed they would. Together, our collective of inspiring and ambitious women is truly unstoppable. I'm Maria Locker, founder and CEO of Revolution Her. And I'm your co-host, Grace Moores, founding partner of Revolution Her. And today we're talking about finding your creative spark with Jenny Lynn Pringle. Jenny Lynn is a spirited entrepreneur, do-it-yourself enthusiast, and design lover. For fellow DIYers and women entrepreneurs alike, Jenny Lynn is a source for design and life inspiration. As president of Homestead House Paint Co., she's leveraged her business acumen to grow the family business from a humble local company to international success. And she's inspired thousands to explore their creative side with her line of fusion mineral paint products. Known for her infectious enthusiasm and easygoing approach to decorating, Jenny Lynn empowers others to trust their own design instincts to create a home that is truly a reflection of them. She leaves her own uptown meets farmhouse aesthetic mark on every project she touches. And we just have to mention Jenny Lynn is a Revolution Her Awards alumni and sits on our advisory board, which we are so incredibly thankful for. Please help us welcome Jenny Lynn Pringle. Hello. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, so <laughs> oh, You know, we love chatting with you and we're just so excited to talk about creativity because, you know, this is something we haven't touched on enough and it's something we love. And if we're going to do this, we got to do it with you. So thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you. I am honored. So we're going to jump right in because, you know, we know you have fans all over the world. And today we're talking about finding your creative spark, but we want to start at the very beginning of your journey. What was the spark that ignited your creativity? Oh my goodness. That's a really great question. I actually feel that when I was growing up, I was extremely artistic. I, you know, loved painting. I loved singing, dance, all the, all the arts. And then as I got older and I kind of went through university, I kind of lost that creative spark, I guess you could say. And I was really into history and philosophy. And and that's just more based on, you know, I I got a great scholarship for the program at university and I I needed to take it so that I could go to university. (laughs) Um, But I did find that I, I lost that spark and I felt that I actually wasn't creative anymore and that I didn't have that ability. And I thought, well, that's that's really interesting because I actually grew up in a paint company, you know, and I I stayed part of that company all throughout my high school career, my university career, but I never really was able to pick up a brush because I was in the background behind the scenes, making the products, packaging them, shipping them. And I wasn't sort of hands-on using them. So really when I decided to create fusion mineral paint, I wanted to take away that intimidation and that sort of sort of negative self-talk of, oh, I can't do that. You can do that actually. And it's incredibly easy and so empowering when you do it. And that really was truly what led me to creating Fusion Mineral Paint and then all the accessory products that are in there because it doesn't just stop at paint, but it's all the other fun accents and things that you get to do with all the different products that we have. 
I have to say the word empowering, like unless you've actually taken a piece of furniture, I can remember when I was a young, I think I was like 14 or 15 and my grandmother had passed down an old dresser. And back then crackle paint was like a huge thing. Do you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) That crackle paint trend. And it was that, or it was like the Roman tiles, right? Like the Venetian tile. And I spent weeks crackling this thing and making it purple. Purple was like my room color and it was amazing. And you know, it's so funny. I haven't done that in a really long time, but that word empowering really does resonate. Um, it's so fun too. So yeah. I love that we're going to dive into this. Grace is all about the DIY. <laughs> I love it. I would love to explore doing furniture more. I'm more of a, I don't know, a crafter, I guess. But um, and in fact, actually during the pandemic, we saw an increase in people renovating and upcycling and crafting. Um, but this whole new love of craft DIY seemed to be everywhere. What trends do you, what tr- trends have you seen and how are people connecting with your brand as a result of that? Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. We noticed it right away um, when people were sort of in lockdown and didn't have anywhere to go or anything to do. They turned to, well, hey, this project's been sitting here for a while. So they were painting their walls, they were upcycling their furniture, but also with the kids, you know, getting your kids involved too. Um, big, big, really things like uh, pouring resin. Those are really fun DIY crafts. You know, and you can do that on canvas and you can do it on, you know, dresser drawer fronts, decoupage. That's a great one. I mean, I feel like we're going back to the 90s. You know, we're pulling back all of those trends over there, transfers and all that kind of stuff and just having fun with it. So I've really seen a big resurgence come out uh, over the last couple of years with that. And it's so popular. And also, I just want to touch on um, you're able to really infuse your own personal style with this yeah. so if you love like you had mentioned uh, purple you love purple you know you painted that piece purple. that's great and we've got you know five different purples to choose from and then it's yeah. your space and you've made it how you want it to be so you're able to just transform that whole space that's yours uniquely yours with something so simple as a pot of paint you know it's amazing how much that can impact your space and how you yeah so Okay. I'm literally staring at my little office nook and I can remember the first time you and I chatted. I, we, we did an interview for the magazine and I remember seeing behind you this gorgeous pink wall with gold, like, I don't know what you call that transfers. So that one, uh, it was either a bit of gold leaf or gold metallic paint. I think it was metallic. metallic paint. Paint. And I think the wallpaper had metallic in it. It's just beautiful. I just remember being like, man, I just, I need to do this, but what do you do to help people who are like me? I sometimes have this perfectionism issue where it's like, I'm going to leave it blank and gray because I'm afraid if I try something, I'm going to screw it up. Mm-hmm. What do you, what can you offer in terms of advice for those kind of people like me? Yeah. So I would say just dive in because if you don't love it, it's only paint and you can always repaint it. You can always change it. And you don't really know until you do it sometimes. So, so many times when I was doing, you know, interior, exterior color consultations for clients, it's so hard to choose your colors. It's very, yeah. it's a huge challenge. And especially me doing it for someone else, because now I need to make sure they love it too. Um, so, you know, I would put patches on the walls. I would grab cardboard, paint cardboard for, you know, the outside of the house. And, uh, you know, for that peace of mind, it's only paint. It can always be repainted over. So if you don't love it, you're not stuck with it. 
And it's so great because like, I was never a big fan of pink and now like everything is pink (laughs) five years from now, I'm going to want to totally change it. So that actually that metallic that you saw behind me used to be black. So I used to be all into like the neutrals black about 10 years ago. And then about five years ago, I was like, Ooh, let's brighten the space up. Let's add some pink. Let's have some fun. And if you had asked my, my younger self at 25, if I would have ever painted anything pink, I would have looked at you and been like, you're crazy. (laughs) And now 10 years later, I'm like, uh, yes, all the pink things, all of it, but you can just change it. It's super easy. And it's inexpensive too. That's the best part. You know, you're not committing to something that's hundreds or thousands of dollars. It's literally, you know, 20 to $30 for a container and you get a whole new look. So not a lot of commitment too, which is great. Okay. You've inspired me. (laughs) 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 Well, and I have to say too, I'm part of your Facebook group. I absolutely love Oh my gosh. The Paint It Beautiful Facebook community. It's amazing. So everyone shares their projects and the community is so supportive. Like I just love it. Someone will post a picture of, you know, a piece of furniture that they found on the side of the road and they'll ask for advice. You know, what color do you think works here? You know, if anyone's done this before, what, what's my first step? Can you share some of the inspiring stories that might've come up in the group? And, you know, I'd love to know why this group is just so powerful because it is. Yeah. So it's really interesting. This group was created really to, to create a community for those who are painting, because I'm always about education and training and techniques. And I want to give you the tools that you need to know to be able to complete something from start to finish. And it's going to turn out successfully. And I realized that by me sitting behind a computer, answering one email at a time was not going to do the job. I thought, well, why don't I start a a group on Facebook, a community on Facebook? And it literally exploded. We've got I think almost 375,000 members on there right Mm. now. Everything's organic. We don't pay. We don't advertise for any of it. And and the reason it's so successful is because we are giving quality advice on there. And I do have, like, it takes quite a lot to run that group. We've got about five different admin on that group all the time, 24 hours a day. So if you do have a question, it's going to be answered with the right information. Um, We also have amazing merchants all over the world that are giving the right advice on there too. So it really just helps build and solidify that community. And the stories that come out of that are incredible. There's some really touching, heartwarming stories that come out. And there's also some very funny stories that, that will end up on there. And um, I'm, I'm compiling a little something that's going to showcase some of those down oh, the road. Okay. Some of them are hilarious um, <laughs> in a really good, funny way. And then others are incredibly touching. Um, so maybe I'll drop it here because it's kind of cool, but I'm working on a book right now and it's called the paint diaries. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh I am excited for that. Oh, wow. Awesome. And really what has happened over all of these years is that paint is so much more than just a product that goes out the door. You know, I see it going out on pallets, on trucks and stuff. It's not just a product. It's so much more than that. It impacts people's lives. It helps them through trauma, through loss, uh, all kinds of devastation. And then I have people that will write to me or when they do have a chance to meet me in person, they will share their story. Sometimes there's a lot of tears involved and it's incredibly heartwarming. It's incredibly touching that something that I've created has been able to help many, many people. There's so many incredible stories out there. So I'm really excited. Oh my gosh. It's going to be phenomenal. And we're looking at a 2023 launch. So it's, it's not going to be right now, but it's 
very exciting. We are oh. on board. You know, yeah, that, you right? let us know what we can do for <laughs> sure. But it's so interesting you say that because when I look at the the group, um, when I go on there, I love it for the inspiration and the ideas that I wouldn't have thought of. I love it to yeah. see that, you know, people are, p- are painting sofas, they're p- painting fabric, um, which is something that I would Ooh. never, ever have thought, thought of. Or if someone's looking to, to, to renovate a room and bring their own personality in, like they're, they're painting ceiling fans, like things that I wouldn't dream of doing and I just love it for that creative part and now just to hear of all those stories that go along with each of those products was something I hadn't even considered and you're so right we all have this creativity in us in fact actually at the summit we had one of our speakers was talking about how everybody has this creativity inside us but sometimes we don't always know how to express it and as you mentioned at the beginning, it can be quite overwhelming in terms of taking that first step. And that's something you've been very, very good at in terms of breaking down those barriers. So what tips do you have for somebody who wants to tap into that creative side, whether they've maybe lost it like you did when you were talking about, you know, it's gone as they've got older or have never really tapped into that? What what tips would you give for them? I know you, you said just do it, but there's yeah. a bit more to it than just yeah there, there is and I think a lot of it is that um we we tend to have a lot of negative self-talk towards ourselves yeah. what, what our li- and, and we actually are limiting ourselves we are creating our own limitations that way you can literally do anything that you put your mind to and I know that sounds so cliche but it's true and mindset is everything yeah. so you do need to sometimes force yourself to go into that sort of uncomfortable area um, my son, he was telling me today, he's, he loves to sing, but he's shy around other people to sing. And his music teacher's like, you have such a beautiful voice. And he sang a solo at the end of school last year in front of everyone. And I said, it's okay. It's okay to be uncomfortable and it's okay to be a little bit shy, but the more you do it, the more confident you'll feel about it. So it really does come down to the, the just do it, dive in, jump into it. And what's the worst that can happen? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Okay. Your piece of furniture didn't quite turn out how you'd liked it. Sand it down, maybe repaint it again. Who knows, right? There's, there's no big loss here. Um, and I think having that in your mind, knowing that nothing crucial here is going to happen if you get it wrong. I always say there's no wrong way of doing it. You just kind of learn. It's all learning steps. And some of the best paint techniques I've ever done have been through mistakes because I end up creating really interesting textures or different looks that I had never even known you could do. And this is like 20, 25 years of painting that's got me kind of to where I am today of doing all these really cool folk finishes and different techniques. So that Paint a Beautiful group is a wonderful starting point for people to hop on to get that inspiration, maybe post some photos and start small. Grab a piece of furniture off the side of the road, your value village, your Salvation Army and start small. And uh, that'll really help to take away the intimidation as well, because if you feel like you're going to ruin it, you don't have to worry that you're going to ruin your grandma's, you know, beautiful yeah. armoire, <laughs> but rather just a piece that you found on the side of the road or at a garage sale. I love that. Start small. And I, I think that's the key, right? It's like most things, you know, you have a goal in mind. Yeah, I want to try something. Starting small kind of lets you take that leap without feeling too much pressure, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we're going to talk a little bit on the business side, because what I love about your story is that 
you know, this really started as a small family run business based out of Toronto. Um, and now you've grown into this massive international brand. You mentioned before, you know, sellers really do a lot of the work for you. I, your sellers are amazing. They love your product. You know, they're, they're passionate about sharing the brand and just how incredible fusion um, paints are. So I'd love to know from your perspective, like what has that growth been like for you and your family, you know, your parents' perspective? How does that all work for you as, as a community? So I have to stop sometimes and actually like take a deep breath and think, wow, wow. Like you see numbers and you see, okay, we're in 30 countries. We have 1,500 stores and this and that, and that. They're just numbers, you know? So I have to really sit there and be like, wow, breathe it in, absorb it. Take it. it was so incredible. I, I remember the days working completely on my own, packaging all the products, making them by hand, um, shipping them out, doing all the customer service emails, the phone calls, before emails, phone calls, the yeah. faxes, the fax machine, <laughs> all those wonderful things. Um, we've come a long way to say the least and completely unexpected. But I will say, when you talked about, you know, we have incredible retailers that stand behind our brand, that love our brand. We have put so much into our retailers. And before I had that Pizza Beautiful Facebook group, I only had a private retailers group. And that is where I put all of my energy all the time. It was always directly to the seller. So they would be able to be empowered with the right knowledge to be able to then help the end user. And then we sort of ended up doing sort of more... Um, to consumer marketing. So YouTube videos and stuff like that. But I think that really helped to make our brand solid was by empowering that retailer to be the best that they could be. And I was able to do that because I had my own store before, you know, at the age of 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, very young age, not having a lot of help with it and having to learn the hard way. And I want to help other people through what I've learned the hard way to not do it that way. Right. So I thought, you know, we can be that kind of one-stop shop for all the different products that they need it means that they have to spend less time trying to find and sourcing other products, shipping multiple times, all that kind of stuff. Time management is huge, as you know, as an entrepreneur. And uh, it's, it's just, a, it's incredible how helping to foster them to be a strong merchant has really helped our brand grow huge. So, and we've met some of your your merchants, right? We've met some of your sellers who have said, you know, it's changed their lives. It's changed how they felt about themselves, you know, finding their passion through a creative outlet and then finding your brand to help encourage them, empower them to feel this, you know, sense of confidence and accomplishment. Mm -hmm. It's changed their life. Like, it's just so cool to see the full circle and talk to so many different people that, you know, it all comes down to what you created. That's mind blowing. Yeah. It's so it cool. Mind blowing. And it, it's hard. It's hard to even think about it. And really, I was just answering a call to a gap in the marketplace that I saw yeah. and said, you know, we can do this better. It can be better. And here's how it's going to be better. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen in business. People might like it or people might, yeah, whatever. We just got, <laughs> we, you know, it's the right timing, the right marketing social media was just taking off, you know, and I just, I dove, I dove into it. I didn't have my son at the time yet. I was single, you know, I was able to work the 14, 16 hour days, seven days a week for years on end, because that's what I had to do. And it was really hard 
And, you know, I remember most, most nights at about six o'clock feeling super sick. And, and I had to lay down on the couch for about half an hour. I also lived and worked in the same place. So yeah. that was crazy that I would say is really difficult too. Um, but you know, you just, you have to give it your all sometimes because the, the budget isn't there to hire more and there's no advertising budget. You have to be as creative as possible and you need to be as efficient as possible. And that's just part of the business. You just, you learn as you go and to thrive and succeed, you have to learn how to become the best at what you do and be as efficient as possible doing it. Yeah. yeah. That's good tips. Yeah. Grace and I are looking at each other. I know. <laughs> right. But that's just it. So many entrepreneurs go through that up and down of, you know, wanting more help, but having to do everything on their own. And so it's really great to see, you know, you're not an overnight success story. A lot of people may look and think, oh, wow, she was so lucky. Look at you know how this all worked out for her. But it's so important to talk about the hard work that goes into it. And yeah. to see you on the other side of it is really fun and inspiring because I know it takes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it does. And, and you know, and anyone who is an entrepreneur, you're going to have a lot of struggles and you're going to have very challenging times. And then at some point, you just, you figure it out and you either, you continue moving forward with it or you change course and, and it's okay to change course too. And with so many failures, you're going to have like one success, you know, and, and it was 20 plus years of my, my parents' company failing, failing, failing. They had an incredible product, beautiful colors, but we didn't have the ability to compete with Benjamin Moore and the big box stores and all of that. So, you know, I saw how hard they had worked through all those years and I was so passionate and dedicated and I loved the products myself, but it was an easy transition for me, but it was also a struggle for many years for myself and doing trade shows on my own. And then having to go back to work at night, answering the phone calls, doing the emails, shipping out the orders. It it is what it is. And you, and you, when you get to that point where you're like, okay, is this going to work or not? You have to self-evaluate and decide do I keep moving forward with this or do I change course and try something different? And it's okay as an entrepreneur to do that because at the end of the day, if it's not working, you have to say, you know what, I tried my best. Maybe there's something else for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so true. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the, to the painting and the trends and the exciting opportunities in terms of people up cycling their furniture and renovations and things like that. So as trends continue to shift, what are you excited to see and what is your hope for the future with DIY and creative outlets? I am really noticing a lot of um, blending of different designs too. So you may have a really modern home, but you'll have some vintage pieces in there and you really, furniture is not made the same way today as it was 20, yeah. 30, 40, 50 years ago. Um, the MCM style has come back. It's sleek, it's gorgeous, and the wood is beautiful. Um, I just, I keep seeing this beautiful blend. And it's wonderful because that means we're saving pieces from going into the landfill or being recycled. And you're able to, again, customize it if you want. You don't have to paint it. You can stain it. You can do whatever style you like. And I, and I love to, people are being brave with color, but they may do it on an accent piece. So it might just be that one piece there or a piece of art or a front door. That's maybe that pop of color and the rest is sort of neutral. So I'm, I'm really liking the trends that I'm seeing a lot. And also the magazines have really embraced, you know, DIY and paint. There's entire magazines dedicated to that. 
which is fantastic. So it's wonderful that you yourself can create that change with, with very little required. I love it. And then with, you know, it is, it's so inspiring to continue to see it trending. So, you know, I'm sure you've got some stuff up your sleeve along with your book. We're really excited um, to see what's to come and new colors. Every time you launch new colors, it's like, (laughs) what am I going to do with that? It's so exciting. So, um, you know, just, we are so inspired by you. We, we pinch ourselves that you're on our advisory board because you have just such a breadth of knowledge and we're just so thankful to have you in our circle and then to share your expertise with our listeners. So thank you for being here. All right. We're not going yet because we do have some rapid fire questions. So these are just fun things. Say what comes to your mind. Give us a novel if you want, or just one word, whatever (laughs) comes to you. So I'm going to kick things off and I'm going to start with what would your theme song be? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, it's probably one of the Shania Twain songs. Let's go girls. Yeah. Oh, I like that. (laughs) Now you talked about um, earlier on um, recognizing how far you've come. What do you do to stop and celebrate the wins? That's such a great question. I'll tell you, I don't do enough. That's for sure. I know none of us do enough. Yes. And I would tell everyone, please do it. Um, I actually spend a lot of time with my mom and I, I book uh, spa days for her and I to go together. And that is the way that I never got that much time with my mom growing up. She was working two jobs. So now that's what I do. I make sure that we have time together and that makes me feel good. Oh, I like that. We, we do that. <laughs> we like our spa days. Eh, Grace? Oh, yeah. um, um, what's the last thing you got in trouble for? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Probably <laughs> adding more paint colors. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, wanting to add more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, do you have a a favorite app that you use and why? Oh my goodness, yes. So I use Toggle. I toggle my own hours to see where I am spending my time because as a CEO and an entrepreneur, you know your your job is never over, never yeah. over. And I need to know exactly where my time is going because then at the end of the week, I can look at it and be like, huh, I didn't get these projects done. Why? What was I doing? Where was I? Ah, okay, I did that and then that. Okay, so don't do that. You know what I mean? So toggle for me is amazing. I know a lot of people use it for their employees for tracking their work. Yeah. A lot of freelancers use it to track their hours with different projects and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it for myself because it's, it it allows me to keep on track. So I love that. And then another bonus one. I love this one. Snapseed. It's my favorite photography app ever. I've been using it for over 10 years uh, on the iPhones when they were like this big and you take a photo and you need to do a quick edit of it. It's my favorite. Snapseed. Love it. Totally never heard of, okay. So I've never heard of either of those. Yeah. <laughs> no, Toggle, Toggle's been around for a long time too. I remember using that probably about, I don't know, five, seven years ago. I used to use that in terms Super of- popular, especially nowadays. Yeah. Working from home. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Okay. Toggle and okay. Snapseed. Love it. Thank <laughs> you. How do you start your day? Oh, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting better, but um, I typically do look at my emails because I have a lot of uh, staff overseas as well. So when I wake up, they're kind of, I've already got a bunch in there. Um, So I kind of do a quick scan through it. And then I 
spend time with my son, do breakfast, get him ready off to school, that sort of thing. And this morning I decided to have him be late for school. And we had a special morning and we did some juicing together, which he's really passionate about. Juice, And then uh, he read me a book. So trying to, again, appreciate those like smaller moments in life. And you know what? Sorry, buddy, you're late for school today, but we just had an incredible morning. That's going to be, you know, top 10 mornings of 2022. Worth it. Okay. (laughs) Next one. What gives you the heebie-jeebies? What scares you? Like, (laughs) oh, that's a good question. Most people probably be like spiders or (laughs) some people. (laughs) Well, I'm not really sure. I'm pretty like, I'm okay with most things. (laughs) That's good. I don't think we've ever had anyone. Yeah. I love it. I can't think of anything. Fearless. (gasps) Jenny Lynn is fearless. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. This is my last one. And then Grace will have one last one for you. What do you wish more women would do for themselves? Take time for themselves. hundred percent. And know that that is a hundred percent essential and crucial to your success. You have to fill your cup before you can fill someone else's. I'm sure you've heard that before. Yeah. It doesn't matter all the million things that you need to do. If, if what you need to do in the morning is getting in that yoga or that meditation or that workout or reading with your son or whatever it is, you have to do that. You are a much happier person and better for everyone else to do that. Schedule it in for yourself. I don't need to hear the million excuses as to why you can't do it. I have a million excuses as to why I can't do it, but I still do it. And yesterday morning, I had so one of my other favorite things to do is I do a workout with my trainer virtually and it was an hour long. And after that workout, I was so happy and I crushed the day because it was just, it set the tone right. And when I don't make that time for myself, I'm less happy. So yeah. less productive, less yeah, happy, less resentful. Yeah. It all seeps in, right? Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Thank you. Uh, what TV show are you watching right now? Which one? Well, okay, I'm rewatching Breaking Bad because I love it. <laughs> it's so so <laughs> good. Um, it's just so good. The character development and as the, t- the show moves forward, and even the videography of it is really interesting. So, it's so good. I love it into. Love it. I think we're on our awesome. third time watching it too. Actually, we've paused for now. My son's into it now too. Oh no, um, my son wants to dress up as the characters. Him and his friends are dressing up as the characters for Halloween. Of Breaking oh. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a thing right now. It's like resurging back with like teens. It's it's yeah. crazy. It's, it's so good. One of the best series I've ever seen. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Oh, this was so fun, Jenny. It and was. We love chatting with you. <laughs> so any, before we go, any last words you want to share about creativity and just finding that spark? Oh my goodness. The spark is within you and you just have to let it out, experiment and play and have fun because life is short. You don't want to go through life having regrets. Oh, I wish I had t- taken those dance lessons. I wish I had taken that art class. I wish I took those singing lessons. Just do it. Love it. Thank you, Jenny Lynn. All right. For anyone who was listening today, we hope that you feel inspired and empowered to go do the things in your life that you want to do. And if you know three women that you think this episode will inspire, please share it with them. Our job here at Revolution Her is to continue to inspire and empower as many women and young girls as we can. So we can't do that without you. Until next time, remember to subscribe, hit that like button, and uh, we'll be bringing you back more incredible stories of women just like the amazing Jenny Lynn. Until then, have an amazing day and we'll see you soon. Thanks everybody. 
Bye. Bye.